Yep, that's pretty much all the intro music you get, and it was done by yours truly. Welcome back to the Fundamental Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Cody Smith, and I'm so excited to go through. This is our third episode, uh, so we do an episode a day, and no matter what, so I get to kind of go through uh, my successes uh, and failures along the path of getting back in shape after getting super out of shape after college, and uh, I went through a lot of that in the first episode. Um, but today I kind of want to go through and just talk about some of the issues I hit and issues I see a lot of people hitting when they try and get back in shape or get in shape for the first time. And one of them is something you'll hit in early on, you'll, you'll see some instant, um, successes just by starting, just by starting, you'll see some instant successes, whether it's just, you're using more weight. Uh, it's getting easier to run or go to the gym or you're lasting longer or you're not out of breath and then you hit this stage where what you know pretty much anyone in the fitness industry knows about is like you hit a plateau you hit a plateau where you you're not seeing the growth you once were and you're kind of falling flat as far as results go and it's a huge disappointment to kind of go through that especially if you're still carrying a lot of weight or you're not anywhere close to your goals that you want to be that you're not seeing results. Uh, and so when you don't see results, you want to quit. And I certainly wanted to quit. And uh, I, I certainly hit some plateaus in my experience. And, you know, there's something about plateaus and uh, there's a stupid amount of articles and information about busting through plateaus and all this other junk. And, and the kind of basic theory behind it is that, you know, you've gotten used to what you've been doing. You need to up your game. You need to kick it up a notch. You need to do two hours at the gym instead of one, and or you need more reps or more weight or whatever else to try and bust through that. And I, I want to tell you that that is a, just a, a huge trap to get in. It's a huge trap to get in. And uh, honestly, I, I think it's just, uh, I think it's a, a bunch of baloney, guys. I, I don't think there's a whole lot to it other than um, instead of doing more to try and bust through a plateau. Honestly, I think it's just a sign that you've hit some weak points uh, in your own muscle chain, all right? And I'll explain what I'm talking about. And um, let's say you're wanting to do pull-ups, all right? So you're getting to pull-ups, and uh, when you first start out, you could do two, all right? And so you work on your pull-ups. So you, every, every time you work out, you do your pulls or your, you work at your back, you're going to go and do pull-ups. And then, you know, the next time, you, now you can do four, and then you can do five. And then the next time you're able to do eight, right? So you're seeing that momentum. And then you get stuck at around 11. 11, you get stuck. And every time you go up and you're like, you just can't get past 11. And you think, ah, you know, I, there's, I'm, I've hit a plateau. I'm not seeing the results I want to. And uh, I, I want to tell you guys that I, honestly, I honestly believe and I'll tell you why. I honestly believe what you've done, though, is like you just you found a weak point. You haven't like quite located yet, but you have a weak point in your muscle chain when you're doing pull-ups, right? So whether that's your grip, your forearms, your biceps, your shoulders, your back, there's a weak point there, and you've hit the limit of that weak point. Okay? So let's say your back is strong enough, and your biceps are strong enough, and your shoulders are strong enough, but let's say your grip's not strong enough. And so every time you go to... Every time you go to 11, by the time you get there, you actually do that 11th rep, 
trying to go for that 12th rep finally your your grip gives out like it, it you're done you're not going to do anymore it doesn't matter how strong your back is your shoulder your biceps your grip is going to give out and that's as many as you can do no matter what you could have the strongest back you could have the capability to do 30 30 pull-ups but if your grip's not strong enough you're never going to get past that you're never going to get past that 11th okay so what I found and what I found that to really actually bust through these plateaus when it comes to like locating any weak points and get ridding these getting rid of them the easiest thing you could do is holds all right holds I uh, I know if you if you're just starting out and you can't do one pull up you you might heard of something similar called doing a negative pull up where you you get on top of a chair and you start at the top of the bar and you lower yourself down slowly all right I want you to do holds and then go into a negative okay so I want you to go to the top of the bar and this is what I did for two weeks I didn't do a single pull up rep and just increase my reps uh, significantly all right is that you go to the top of the bar and you hold it as long as you can as long as you can I just grip the bar grit your teeth get your chin above it and hold it as long as you can and then when you get to the bot as you start to lower just keep squeezing keep tensing keep maintaining like um, a rigid form right I don't want you flailing your legs or anything I want your legs just down and straight ahead of you okay you know tense your abs and um, I'm not talking to do like an L sit or anything like that I'm just talking like have them uh, below you and lower yourself very very slowly as slow as you possibly can all the way through the movement all the way through the movement don't give out halfway through go all the way to the bottom now here's the important part here's the important part when you get to the bottom your rep is not over your rep is not over you have you need to hang there as long as possible at the bottom all right it can be an active hang or passive hang if you don't know what that is that just is the placement of the shoulders um, you can YouTube that if, if you want but either way hang at the bottom as long as possible all right this is going to destroy any weak links in your chain this is going to destroy any weak links in your chain all right I said it again this is going to destroy any weak links in your chain all right well you might be thinking well, why can't I just do that with normal pull-ups because we are inherently lazy when it comes to workout you've seen some bad form everyone's got bad form just about every single person has really bad form when it comes to certain exercises and pull-ups is no exception uh, you'll see people they go too fast they they kip they swing their legs they build momentum they don't go down the way they don't go up all the way and uh, you can actually use if you're going like really fast through your reps you can kind of um, you can compensate for having some weak some weak points in the chain but that you're still gonna hit that wall you're still gonna hit that plateau eventually and I don't want you to have to go through that I want you to continuously see gains uh, and so one of those is getting rid of those weak points where you know no longer do you have you know a weak grip or weak shoulders or weak biceps or weak back you know I want everything working in, in the chain to where you can just keep busting out your workouts and keep seeing improvement because when you see keep seeing improvement that helps build that motivation to keep going because there's gonna there's gonna be some sucky days 
where you're not going to keep going. And I don't want you to hit a plateau or a lull in your improvement and use that as an excuse to not keep going. Um, but again, uh, like we were saying, it's easy to compensate for weak links when you're doing using terrible form. So when you're at the top and you do these holds and you're holding yourself still and then you start to lower yourself and you're holding yourself still and you hang at the bottom and you're holding yourself still, right? There's no momentum, there's no swinging, no nothing, right? It's forcing you into good form. It's forcing you into good form. So, so important. And you can use this technique, and I, I've been trying it with other things at, uh, right now. Uh, pull-ups have just been um, one of my main focuses because I honestly think pull-ups are, are just fundamental to any level of fitness that you want to do. Um, but go and start adding those into your workout. Not after, like, make it a main part, these holds. Another, another cool thing about holds is... Um, especially with any kind of like negative movement, uh, your muscles can handle a lot more doing a negative movement than it can do a, um, <laughs> I guess a positive movement. It doesn't make any sense, but let's say if you're doing bench press, you can actually handle a lot, lowering a lot more weight than you can um, pushing it up. So same for pull-ups, right? So if you want to, your body can handle a lot more. And that helps just ex ex uh, ex um, exponentiate. That's a good word, yeah. Um, your growth, being able to do that and incorporating those and keep incorporating them. Something I see also people do is that when they're starting out and say they can't do a lot of pull-ups, they'll do negatives, but once they can start doing pull-ups, they stop doing them. And um, that is so sad because it is such a important part of your growth. And they just, people just stop doing it. And I, I make it a main part of my workout is these negatives. And when these negatives get easy, uh, what are the points that I could stay at the top of the bar for a minute? Um, I add weight, so I take a weighted vest or I get a sandbag or something that I can weigh myself down, and um, that's uh, that's what I use, and that's a main part of my workout. And for whatever reason, not for whatever reason, um, that's been able to I've been able to see consistent growth in my max uh, pull-ups every two weeks when I, when I try it out. So I actually don't do as many reps uh, anymore. I do more holes than anything. And so I've, I've been learning to incorporate this into a bunch of different body weight exercises. Right now I'm working with uh, push-ups because push-ups kind of very interesting um, using negatives because uh, you, can, you can do a negative push-up for like two straight minutes. Okay? It's nuts. Um, and then, um, but another thing is also just adding that a little bit of variety to your, your negative uh, workout routine is after you do one, uh, one rep of a, a negative or of a hold and then a negative, um, you do, you'll do like a wide grip, you know, but I, I take long breaks, all right? I take long active breaks, not passive breaks in between sets. So after I do my negative pull up at the top, and then go all the way to the bottom and hang the ball until I can't hold on anymore. So I'm hitting that max. Um, hold on one sec. Um, I take a, I'll do some stretching. So I'll stretch out my shoulders. And uh, we got a future podcast about just stretching and just how important that is to preventing you from getting injured. And we're not talking just some sissy yoga stretches or some swinging your arms around to work, warm up your shoulders. We're talking some serious stretching here. 
that uh, that I got to work with um, work with Joe Hippenstill, who works on Navy SEALs to keep them uh, an elite um, performance 24/7. Um, but we'll get to go through that, and I'm so excited to share that with you guys. And that's also a part of the project I'm working on together, so you guys could um, um, experience and add this into your workout or make this your workout. But anyway, uh, I take long active long active rest, uh, two minutes of stretching. Anyway, so active rest, and um, so two minutes, of, I, I, do, I literally hold a stretch for two minutes, um, and we'll go into why that's important, and why holding a stretch for less than 30 seconds is, uh, you just wasted, you just successfully wasted 30 seconds, you didn't really do anything. Um, and then I'll do a minute of just walking around, uh, getting ready to um, go back into my next rep or if I don't do any stretching I'm just going to do at least two minutes of walking around and do an active rest and then I'm going to go back into a wide grip same thing wide grip hold it at the top as long as I can low slowly lower to the bottom hang go back into an active rest all right and then I'll come back into a close grip same thing and then uh and then I'll do this and then I'll go in after that and do a chin up um same version right hold the top of the chin up lower down really slowly hang and it, it's it won't it's not a very long workout that will take you 20 20 minutes maybe so it's really quick and it works out everything everything along that whole chain of muscles it takes to do pull-ups and uh, you're gonna get a, a huge workout and one important thing about this that I forgot to mention is that the time under tension increases so when you are holding um, uh, a tension in your muscles for like over a minute, um, they're under tension for a minute uh, versus say how long it would take you to do 10 pull-ups. Um, might take me 20, 20 seconds to do 10 pull-ups, um, maybe 25. But if I'm holding uh, an exercise for longer than that, right you're getting so much more out of it because the time under your muscles are under tension have increased significantly so if you were just to do three sets of 10 pull-ups uh, you've successfully had a time under tension of a, a minute maybe a little bit more versus what I do is four plus minutes of your muscles being under tension and it leads to a lot of growth it leads to a lot of gains it really tears up those muscles and um, we're going to go through what I do on recovery days to make sure that I'm taking advantage of that. Um, but that time under tension is very, very important. And uh, another thing that this thing helps cut out, again, like I said, is that bad form. So when you can be used to being in a pull-up position and holding yourself still and rigid, it'll help you do the actual reps still and rigid without doing a lot of uh, taking advantage of momentum and all this other garbage. Um, God, I think we hit everything on that. I don't know. Uh, let me go what you guys think. I, I think there's comment areas where you guys can leave comments. You guys can leave reviews uh, of the podcast. Let me know if this thing was hot garbage or not. That's perfectly fine. It's not, not going to hurt my feelings one iota. Uh, but again, um, we're on this journey together. I guess I'll give a quick update of where I'm at. I see started at 195 down to 170, trying to get down to 165 as far as fat goes, and then build it back up with muscle. Um, and uh, it's been an interesting journey incorporating uh, fitness and and health 
just healthy eating and mindset along with having a full-time job and a family and all these other things that kind of add into our lives. So uh, this has a, been a really cool project and uh, working on this podcast and then working on a project on the side that we got going on um, just so we can bring all this stuff together into a really, really cool workout plan. And we're going to build a really, really cool community. And I, I can't wait for you guys to be a part of it. Um, no matter where you're at, right? So if you're already if you're already like in, in great shape, you can still incorporate these hold movements and help knock out any kinks, right? If you're just getting started, these are some great things you can do to get to actually start kickstart your uh, your fitness plan uh, to get on your fitness journey and get the go ahead and get that started. Um, but that that's everything I got, guys. Um, again, leave a review, leave a comment, share it if you liked it. Uh, I know at the beginning these kind of rough, but got. It. I can't wait for the next episode. I can't wait to talk to you again. See you later. Peace.